Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the CrossFit Bath podcast, where we're having small technical difficulties today just to get onto Zoom in the first place. And then I'm running a, a new microphone and a new audio interface that will either make everything sound a lot better or a lot worse and me uh, very depressed. So uh, look out for that. Today, joining me is a bridge correspondent. We have Jake Brinkman. Uh, Jake, how are you? Hello, I'm doing good, thank you. Do you prefer Jake or Jacob? My street name is Jake. Uh, formal name is Jacob, so I'll let you decide. Street name, interesting. Yeah, yeah, that's it, the Trowbridge name. The Trowbridge name, uh, the mean streets of Trowbridge, excellent. That's it, it's, it's tough, but you got to do what you got to do. Yeah, you should take, take up CrossFit, that'll help. <laughs> that'll help it, yes, exactly, yeah, yeah. Now, uh, Jake, I've got a lot of questions for you. Um, oh. So many things about, about how you started CrossFit, uh, your kind of pre-lockdown CrossFit, what you were doing during lockdown, and then what it's like to be back at the box. Uh, definitely feel, you know, we, we we spoke about the reopening in Bath. We spoke with members of the 8pm crew a couple of times in Bath. Uh, and I definitely feel like our, our poor relative in Truro Bridge has been left. And I'm making up for that today. We're going we're gonna to focus in on the bridge. But before we do any of that, as you know, we've got to ask some warm-up questions. Oh, yes. Jake, a couple of questions for you. First one, easy one. Peanut butter, crunchy or smooth? Uh, smooth. <gasps> you are yeah, the 1%. Right. Yeah, damn right I am. Fight me. <laughs> they will. They will. Um, <laughs> yeah, come at me. <laughs> you will find all the links to, to Jake's social media in the description. <laughs> His home address. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Feel free to uh, to throw crunchy peanut butter jars at him when you see him. All right, that's that's really interesting because every time I ask it, people are always like crunchy and and you know who who would dare say smooth? Now we know. Now that's we know. Me. Here's here's a great question for you, and this is based a little bit actually on things I've seen you post up on your social media. So you you haven't eaten. You've recorded a, a nice long podcast. You're feeling hungry. You're just going to order in. What are you ordering and why? Usually. I mean, when I'm really hungry, it's KFC on delivery, and I would get like two Zinger burgers and then the four boneless bits and then loads of chips and a big bottle of Coke, and then <laughs> not feel as bad about it because I do CrossFit, you, you know. But yeah, I'd have like a whole family meal essentially. Somebody said to me the other day that I should go back and listen to my episodes on nutrition, but. Jake, I'm going to say maybe you should go and listen to the episodes. There's lettuce in the burgers, though. There's lettuce. Fair enough. All right. You've convinced green, me. green, isn't it? Come on. That is green. That is green. Yeah. This is going to be... I'm going to make sure that I send copies of this to, to Nat and, and yeah. Jax and everyone. Just <laughs> yes. let them... Make sure they know what's going on. I think I signed up to on. Fenn's um, nutrition plan as well. So that doesn't sound very good, does it? <laughs> Was this part of her nutrition plan? I don't think so. Okay, uh, let, let's let's quickly move on to a more yeah, crossfit yeah, yes. based uh, question. That is, row, run, or assault bike? I'm going to go with row. Going with row. Although I know you've been doing a lot of running. I know, I know. But that was that was my lockdown self. Now I'm back in the box. I'm back reunited with the rowing machine. You know, that's that's my that's my jam. Smooth jam or crunchy jam? No, we're not going down there. <laughs> Okay, final question. And I feel this one's very important, particularly for the members of CrossFit Bath who don't know what you look like. So the answer to this question is going to be more meaningful than ever. Oh, okay. But as you know, when, 
I finally get the money together to create the CrossFit Bath and Bridge movie. Who are you picking to play you? Oh, this is a great question. Nicolas Cage. Because literally, he's his own caliber of actor. Like, he's in pretty much every movie ever. And I don't know. I think he's, like, the best guy to play me. He doesn't, I don't look like him, though. <laughs> That's why it's a bit of a bad choice in a way. But, yeah, I, I just, as a guy, he's, he's the guy, the actor. I mean, again, I, I, I feel like I say this every time. I didn't know who you were going to choose. I did not expect it to be Nicolas Cage. That's, who, uh, who did you think? I did. I have no idea. I, I, I've not. I've clearly not thought about it very much. No, but, no. But I probably could now go back and think of you know a hundred actors, and I don't know if Nicolas Cage would have been on that list. No, no. That's that's that's, that's He's great. That's thrown me. What a lad. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm feeling confused. I don't know about warm, <laughs> yeah. but I'm, I'm I'm ready to to move into talking about about CrossFit with you, Jake, and particularly. I suppose focusing now on on the bridge and yeah. and its reopening uh, and and kind of what that experience has been like. But I suppose before we can contrast what it's like to be back at the bridge, we sort of need to know what it was like before. So, I mean, first of all, when did you when and how I should say did you first stumble across CrossFit? So, I did the intro course in October 2019. And I was kind of introduced to CrossFit by one of my colleagues, uh, Chrissy Courtney. She's done CrossFit for a number of years. I don't know how many years, but yeah. So we would like talk about it quite a bit. And um, I was sort of, I was going to a normal gym before and I wasn't really going a, a heck of a lot, um, to say the least. I was like super part-time, you know, I was like once a fortnight I might go in for an hour and then that's like a, the biggest achievement ever so I kind of just wanted something different and I was putting on a bit of weight as well so I was kind of like I need to sort of curtail this slightly and then I just sort of I don't know I was um it was like one random Sunday and I went on the uh, website the CrossFit Bath website and I just sort of sent that email just sort of saying I want to do the intro course and that was that so so I, I didn't really do it for all that long really until lockdown you know sort of hit us all yeah it's, it's interesting the like the reasons <laughs> and i suppose that you you got into it um and i think it's something that kind of mirrors a lot of people's experience before crossfit is quite often i i feel like you get two types of people you've got those that were super into a sport and it was like oh and then i stopped doing this at a very competitive level and i needed something to fill that void yeah uh, or you have uh, people like us, <laughs> I've never been competitive, so people like us that are kind of like, you know, I just found the traditional gym kind of boring. I didn't keep going. You know, I'd go for a little bit and then go now and again. Uh, and then obviously there's the aesthetic side of things. So, uh, yeah, I realized I needed to, to lose a bit of weight or, or I suppose with all the KFCs that you're ordering. Of course, yeah, that was one of the key reasons, yeah, yeah. But I, I just think when you go to a regular gym, it's more your own discipline, like, and I mean, I had no discipline whatsoever. I was going in and I was just going on, I think it was the cross trainer, and they had TVs on the machines. So I was literally on it from 5 until 6 p.m. and I was just watching Pointless. 
it was like the highlight of my day but there was like very you know it was low effort i mean i was probably putting in like you know 30 40 effort compared to you know like crossfit levels and um i always thought oh yeah you did all right you know you went to the gym but really it's just like it's having the coaches there sort of you know teaching you but also like you know encouraging you to put on a bit more weight like shacks the other day and it's just that which helps motivate you and i think it it's that sort of thing that drives you to keep coming back because you're just like you want more of it because it's just i don't know it's kind of rewarding i think as you see yourself sort of progress slightly yeah we talk about like you know cherry picking workouts uh, and you think like within crossfit you could cherry pick a workout in the sense that you'd be like i'm gonna come monday because i like the workout i'm not coming tuesday because i didn't like that workout but even on monday's workout that you like there's potentially going to be a movement or two that kind of are not your favorites right but when you go to the gym and you can just pick whatever one piece of equipment you want like that's cherry picking to a a whole new level and so you can just be like i like doing this and you go in and do that thing all the time Uh, and yeah it gets boring doesn't get you the results that you're looking for definitely i think the the motivation that you get from everyone else doing it as well and just kind of that encouragement to keep going is, is something that does drive people to keep going back to the box. Yeah, absolutely. Because I, I think, you know, because you're doing the same workout at the same time, you know, it's you just think, well, <laughs> if I give up here, you know, it's like 10 minutes into the workout. If I give up, I'm just going to, you know, feel really bad. And, you know, just everyone working, it just gives you that extra boost just to keep going even if you feel like you're going to collapse you know you might have to be you know let out on a stretcher or something it just gives you that extra little five percent energy and and where you go you know it's just really good it's a real nice sort of community speaking of community before we before we move on to lockdown before lockdown what time were you training 5 p.m because i'm a member of you might have heard of it the 5 p.m elite not not only have i heard of the 5 p.m elite I have yeah. made guest appearances at oh, yes. the 5pm yeah. Elite. You have, yeah. Sometimes, occasionally, I betray CrossFit Bath and I, I go to the bridge. Uh, and when I do that, I don't just betray Bath, but I betray the 8pm the concept as well. <laughs> yeah. And basically, I, I've only ever been there to, to podcast and then do the workout, which meant the first workout, basically, which was 5 o'clock. So that was um, a couple of times I've dropped in and, and done it. I agree. It's a very elite class, which is yes. why I was able to to enter it. it, it yeah, Mockets there quite often, which is just soul destroying when you're doing like a back squat or something. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think I was paired up with him uh, when we were doing the back squats, and so he'd put on his you know thousand kilograms, and you know the bar would be like overflowing with weights. And then it would be my turn <laughs> and we'd literally spend 10 minutes taking off all the weights. Like, you know, just have like the fives on and yeah, yeah. He's, I don't know, maybe he's got like some jet engines in his legs or something. I'm pretty sure he'll say I was just going light as well. Oh yeah, of course he will. Yeah, yeah. The reason I ask is like looking back at what we've just said kind of before when you just went to the gym yourself, didn't kind of, didn't really stick with it or you just kind of go once a month or something like that or every couple of weeks. Uh, and then you, you start doing CrossFit, you've got this great little sort of squad around you that are holding you accountable. So if you don't, you know, if you're not there, they're going to ask, where were you? Uh, and that kind of encourages you to keep going. Also, you hadn't been doing it that long before because yeah. you, you started in, in 2019 anyway. Yeah. And then this little thing 
called lockdown hits how did that affect the way you approached i'm just going to say fitness in general yeah so initially i did a lot of the zoom workouts and they were really good but so i, I probably did those the best part of uh, a month i would have thought and i just found that i had really terrible equipment at home i mean I, there was like obviously a mad dash to get dumbbells uh any sort of fitness equipment so like most stuff was out of stock so i really <laughs> got shafted with that because i have a set of two five kilo dumbbells which you know they're not great um they're humble bless them but they're not very good at all and then i did manage to get a set of two dumbbells where you can kind of customize the weight and it's like a little screw on cap thing yeah. um but the only problem with that is they're deadly because that cap does not stay on so you you know you'd be doing i don't know like a well you'd be lifting it <laughs> i was trying to think of a movement but you'd be lifting it and then um it would just come loose and like literally about you know sort of two rounds in you're gonna die because it's like literally about to fall off and the weights are going to go with it and it's terrifying especially on the first floor as well because i don't want to get beaten up by my neighbors so yeah i think that they're pretty good like if you're not they're not pretty good i mean they're acceptable there we go if you're doing like a bicep curl it's just yes, a very slow absolutely. kind of movement there if you're doing a snatch <laughs> dumbbell snatch and you're literally throwing it from the ground to overhead kind of as quick as you can yeah yeah they they're dangerous. <laughs> I feared for my life on multiple occasions. You know, it was it was pretty terrifying. So so yeah, I mean, overall, it was just like I got to a point where I was like, I kind of want to continue, but I'm just not getting much out of it. Like, I mean, because the five kilo dumbbells, I mean, you could just do like a thousand reps, and it's just meh. You know, I I'd do I I would trade anything. I'd trade a, a million pounds for one twenty two kilo dumbbell at that point. You know, at that stage. So that was kind of when I sort of shifted to running, that was, it was, I was speaking with a colleague at work who's like, he's ran quite a lot and, you know, he sort of suggested, you know, downloading Strava and all that. And I sort of, I mean, I, I think my first run was on the 29th of March and I think I ran 1.8 kilometers and then couldn't run anymore, <laughs> you know, but for me, it felt really good because I was sort of do, doing those Zoom workouts. I was always inside and I was sort of, because I live on my own as well, I was sort of just like, probably inside, you know, more than I should have been. And um, I'd only go out to go shopping, that sort of thing. So I don't know if that's like, oh, I wasn't going out more than I should have. I'm pretty sure the direction was stay home as much as you possibly can. So I, I think was you were probably it. doing the right thing. At this case. Yeah, yeah. Which is, you know, it's good for the, the Rona and stuff to stay in. But mentally and just like physically you just feel so limited inside so running was really like a bit of freedom you know i was sort of i could pick any route i wanted within reason <laughs> you know sort of distance uh being taken into account but yeah it just really like opened my mind for you know just like this alternative exercise like and plus i mean you know it was fairly sort of easy to get into and it was quite good with strava recording your distances seeing your sort of uh pace improve that sort of thing that was quite nice to see so yeah but i must admit though like not doing the zoom classes i did miss like the interaction with people even though they're only like little squares on the ipad i kind of did like miss that a little bit that was the only trade-off yeah i was very good at joining the zoom classes initially as well and i was yeah like pretty much every day getting in on the zoom class and then when we decided to move house 
it was just like oh i need to pack up the house and that that took priority and then when we moved it was just kind of not having you know especially with a house full of stuff that needs to be put away kind of not having the the space to do it and i you know i don't know where where to set up and where to do the workout and i kind of feel like once you miss a lot it's difficult to to jump back on uh, absolutely and then once they opened up like outside the box i just started training kind of once a week because that was all all you could get in on and so it was yeah. like oh well like i'll just train on friday <laughs> so it became um yeah pretty bad but i wasn't even running so i i should have been doing that like you yeah i mean running is yeah i'd say the trade-off of running is it destroys your feet is yeah i mean <laughs> i didn't suffer anything horrific but it was just like you know you'd run like 10k 15k or even a half marathon is just like ow my feet i just remember like getting up one morning um i think it was after i did the half marathon and i just couldn't walk i was crawling around my flat i mean thank god like no one can see me and no one lives with me because <laughs> i was just like a imagine a baby crawling around like it was it was horrendous you know yeah it was painful <laughs> that's the only warning i'd give to about running really i i do think though that like with running you know n- notoriously kind of oh crossfitters hate running i think lockdown may have solved that issue for a lot of us because I, th- I think many started running more during lockdown because it was kind of like like you were saying for you it was sort of it's easy i can do it i didn't need equipment i could you know it was a nice way to get out of the house and actually uh, see something different than the four walls that i that i live in so how, did you notice coming back to the box that there was like a, a carryover of that running and it was helping you with your kind of conditioning and doing like longer workouts have you found that there's been a a benefit i i definitely say so i mean um yeah i was never really that good at running prior to lockdown and i remember sort of coming back and when they did a few of those outside the box uh sessions and a lot of those had you know like run 400 meters um planned and i just remember like looking at those and thinking yes this is awesome you know because i I just remembered like the first time I ran, it was like, wow, so much better. You know, I was sort of, I'm quite competitive and I was like, I'm at the front, you know, this is awesome. Whereas like pre-lockdown, I probably would have been like huffing and puffing at the back, you know, uh, 200 beats per minute heart rate. And I was just like sort of running fast, but not dying at the same time. You know, it was, it was really quite nice to see that sort of progression. And um, I think it's helped with other sort of cardio intensive workouts that we've done in general. I just feel like I can, work for a little bit longer and not like you know sort of collapse (laughs) essentially it was interesting going back and yeah and doing these like running and some other movement kind of workouts because what i had found is yeah i'd run a little bit during lockdown but not nearly as much as you but if you ran you kind of just did a run right and that, that was it or you did like a zoom workout which was very by nature being a bit like now in the box that you're kind of like in a very small space and you're trying to keep everything contained to that little area where your camera is basically so it was really weird to go back to doing like run 400 meters but then you've got to do a load of kettlebell swings and push-ups and things like that and uh and you're right there was a lot of running in those it was <laughs> those yeah. workouts. thank you jacks yeah yeah i mean um that was the one of the first things i realized was that you know, you sort of add some weight. Well, it's, it's, I suppose, maybe not so much the weight, but when you're running and your heart rate's up and then you're 
stopping, slowing down, doing like press ups and you know maybe kettlebell swings, and then doing a run again. That really takes it out of you, you know, like that. Just the way your heart's heart rate's going up and down, like that is the the CrossFit part I sort of missed for those few months, just because I was just just running, like you say, just running. That was it. I I have since solved my running problem, and it's a very interesting technique that I've used, which is basically having my car in the garage for like the last four weeks meant I had to run to and from the box every time I wanted to do the workout uh, and that has somehow improved my running so there's a little tip for for anyone that you know isn't motivated enough to run by themselves just make it that it's the only option you have yes. and then uh, and then you'll find that your running will improve crossfit bar for proofs <laughs> oh my little life hacks that I've got for you there yeah yeah so you're you're back in the box now yes and how so obviously I haven't had the opportunity to to go to the bridge since the you know, the changes uh, i've seen pictures i've seen you guys are pretending to work out so that's great Whoa. shots fired ouch what is the you know i've spoken with quite a lot of the members in bath and i've had the opportunity as well to obviously train there myself and, ex- and ex- sort of see the difference but what's the general kind of feeling i suppose is the right word what's the general kind of feeling now that you're back in the box so you're still training at five o'clock i guess i am yeah yeah occasionally six o'clock but mostly five o'clock yeah i know we can edit that bit out where i said six o'clock five o'clock solely yes (laughs) is it as elite as it once was so yesterday it definitely was um because uh i was there mocket was there and emily was there as well so it's the sort of dream team trio that were there we sort of uh we lead at the top, really, with the 5 p.m. elite. So, if we're if all three of us are there, then oh, it's, it's going to be good. But is it as good now that you are like cornered off into your little boxes? And yeah, you know, I've remember I've trained at five. I can, you guys were all over the place. So now you're you're restricted to being in your little area with your piece of kit. How are you finding that change from you know pre-lockdown to the kind of current COVID guideline? system that we find at the moment i think it's, it's fairly easy to follow um i mean like it's kind of good in a way because then you when you ha- go into your zone you know which bit of cardio kit you have um you know you go in and you're like yes i got a rowing machine or boo i've got the assault bike you know it's um it's quite nice knowing that and you got your own little space as well but i think having your own space wasn't really a problem like previously i mean you kind of find your own space anyway you'd all be like dotted around you know somewhere but i guess when you're doing like some of the more awkward movements like some of the stretches that we do having that set space is quite good because then you're not awkwardly like touching someone's hand or leg or you know there's no like awkward eye contact or at least most of the time um so there are some key benefits to it but um yeah i think the only caveat is the class size sort of dropping to 12 people it you know it's yeah it's it's good because you're still talking to people and I mean, usually I'm sort of talking to the people next to me, you know, next to my box and that sort of thing. But, you know, usually pre-Rona, you'd sort of be grouped up, you know, you'd have a nice little group chat at the start, that sort of thing. So I do miss out on that a little bit, which maybe we'll do eventually once they get rid of the zones or whatever happens. But yeah, for now, it, it's, it's it's good. I'd say it's good. Yeah. yeah, I think that's something we touched on uh, the other week, speaking with Ollie and, and kind of the, yeah, the social atmosphere has changed quite a lot i i feel more though for new people so like you were saying 
kind of you've you've got your little dream team there. So I, I'm you know I think even if Emily's not in the box next to you, you know her and she knows you, and you've probably got no issues shouting across the room to comment about <laughs> something, right? Yes. But when yeah. it's somebody new, you're like you know I I want you to be involved because yeah. it's you know that's part of the the kind of the whole community thing and the the you know the fun of being here is that we're all in it together but i don't know how you're going to react <laughs> to this so are you going to view me kind of shouting out something to you as being trying to include you or do you feel like i'm you know i'm embarrassing you by putting you on the spot or something like that uh, it's an interesting kind of dynamic we're going to have to deal with now especially as new people come in because you have lost as you said like the pre-workout kind of being all gathered together and just getting to chat and introduce yourself and that's all gone yeah yeah i i mean i do feel for like new people joining because i always remember like my first proper workout i did after the intro course and it very much felt like the first day of school you know i was because chrissy gave me a lift because we both worked together she gave me a lift there and i remember just like walking in and it was it was literally just like i don't know anyone but i was like greeting people hugging people it was really nice you know you get that you, I mean, I wasn't very good with names. I mean, I'm most, you know, they're saying, oh, yes, I'm so-and-so, and 10 seconds later, you forget who they were. But, you know, it's just that sort of, that ice breaking that happens, you know, that early stage. It was just so helpful at making me more relaxed in that kind of, you know, situation. And, yeah, I just, I, I do feel for the sort of newer members, really. Definitely one of the, the positives of the Zoom workouts were having everybody's name printed on the screen so you could yes yeah. you didn't have to worry about that uh, forgetting who people were so what do you hope to kind of see going forward uh, i mean obviously you know as we say this is a situation that is constantly in flux and uh, we we've already seen changes within the box where they're allowed you know uh, has class size increased at all at the bridge i think it's well i think shaq's posted something the other day so it's 12 at the moment but there's like two open gym slots like running adjacent to it i think they're available next week uh, possibly but yeah so it's it's kind of like 12 plus 2 i guess you could say yeah so we've seen like a similar thing in in bath i think class size actually grew from 12 to 14 so we had the chance you know as i guess as the classes have gone on and they've been able to observe sort of how it functions how it works where there's some extra space you know where we can move things around we're seeing little changes uh, I believe today was the first day that the rig got back in use in, in Buffalo. We're recording this Friday night. Friday was the first time that anyone got to do a pull up in in a long time, which is which is nice for them. Yeah. Wow. So the bridge is one up the bath lot because we got to use it on Monday. So. Oh, I know. Have that. I know about yeah. this. Um, I mean, I'm crap on it. My arms are like jelly. <laughs> I'm just a body, you know, just with two arms like holding on. But yeah, yeah, it's it's nice. Yeah, it's good to be back on that. So that that's a, a point that I I I'd uh, like to pull up on is I think even in the and I, and I know you were there because I remember your little avatar was there uh, in the Q and A that we had well all the way back in I want to say like March or April. Uh, that was ages we, ago, wasn't it? Yeah felt like a lifetime ago <laughs> um one of the you know one of the big things that was discussed again was this kind of like oh like like the pull-up was an example of kind of you know losing your your pull-up or your kind of the weights all now being less because you just over the course of lockdown 
you haven't been lifting as heavy, you haven't been able to do certain things and going back in. What's been your experience in that regard going back then? Have you found that it has all been negatives? Like, oh, I used to be, you know, like pull-ups are now worse than before or this, you know. I know we've done a lot of Olympic lifting, so like clean snatches, things like that. Is it all just a negative kind of, oh, yeah, everything's gone down? Or have you seen that actually being consistent just in general through the lockdown period with kind of overall training and I was going to say in like our nutrition and sleep and things, but I remembered who I'm speaking to. No, no, to. no, of course, my so, nutrition. Don't, don't, no, 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 keep that in there. <laughs> so have you, have you found that there's, it, has it all been negative going back? Like when you compare pre-lockdown Jake to post-lockdown or have you seen quite a few positives as well? Yeah, I'd say it's it's a mix, really, because I never had like strict pull-ups anyway, like pre-rona. So, I mean, I never like lost anything in that regard. Like, I was always using the bands for the pull-ups. So, yeah, I, I feel sort of indifferent about that. You know, I'm still at that stage where I'm trying to eventually, hopefully, just get that one strict pull-up and then progress from there, really. And then just other stuff. I mean, maybe. Well, I always forget the name of the, the moves, but like the hang power clean, I think like I still can't lift a lot, but it, it does feel a little bit better. I think I got like more drive in my legs from the running um, than I had previously. And and then we were doing like a tempo front squat the other day and I managed to do 55 on that, which, you know, I was that was that was a lot for me because <laughs> even getting up to that front rack position, that's that was just so difficult for me because you got to clean it up. I mean, is that the right word? <laughs> Clean it up to that position, you know, first of all. you got to get there, you know, because you don't have the, the sort of luxury of having that rack like we used to pre-Rona. So uh, overall, I'd say, yeah, it's, 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 it's a mixed bag, but I think it's more positives than negatives. I definitely think coming back, there have been a lot of positives. And, and I, I'm very much, I mean, even with the reopening and like, yeah, there are negatives. Like you said, class size is it's a shame that maybe somebody wants to join a class and they just can't because there's not a space for them but at the same time like it's nice to go there knowing okay this is my bit of kit i've got that i don't need to worry about you know coming back in from a run and then having to do a row later and like oh you know all oh, the rowers are all taken what do i oh, better grab the the bike like it's nice to kind of have your stuff where it needs to be uh, and and there are there are some positives of some there's a lot of positives coming back in and I just yeah. think it's it's so easy to be negative if you because fo- I think I think we're focused like so you, you were saying you kind of hadn't already got the, the pull up. But I think somebody who got that first pull up and then came back in and is like, I can't do a pull up. Yeah, you, you could see how that would have an impact on someone for sure. Yeah. But what I think, I think that's a lot easier to notice because it's such a kind of evident change. Right. Well, it's, like, like a, it's a milestone, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. But that person maybe like could do, I don't know, 10, 10 push-ups, like 10 strict push-ups. And now they can do 20. But they, it's, you know, it's all kind of like, oh, I could always do push-ups. So I don't notice that I've doubled my number of push-ups. What I notice is I've lost like one pull-up. That makes yeah. sense. And I, yeah, think, no, does, yeah. I think it's really easy to focus on the negatives. But actually, like you were saying, you've come back in. And yeah, there are certain areas that, haven't really changed haven't improved a lot but then you're like but i've clearly gotten stronger in my legs because the front squat's stronger i'm finding the cleans better 
because I'm driving more with the Lexus. So there's like, there's something there, but you've got to be a little bit more active in looking for it. I think it's also worth mentioning that for me mentally, it's like going back into the gym is just like, it's been so good for me because it gives you that routine. So like during lockdown, I mean, I was getting up, I was starting work really quite late, you know, sort of 9.30ish. And I was just like, so I, I just had like no motivation at all. I'd do the run after work, you know, that'd be all right. But what I found and probably didn't appreciate straight away was that going back and doing these classes, I'm starting work a little bit earlier. And I'm sort of having, making sure I'm having breakfast, lunch is good, you know, that sort of thing. Just establishing like a really good, well, I say really good in inverted commas routine with the odd KFC here and there. But something that just like, you know, gives me something to get up in the morning for, you know, sort of, oh, yes, got CrossFit at the end of the day, that sort of thing. And, you know, it's, it's just had a really good impact on me, I think. And yeah, like I say, I never really appreciate it at first. So it's it's just nice. And I feel happier in general as well it's good to see people because when you only see asda cashiers <laughs> during lockdown it's nice to see some familiar faces i think it definitely if you're as you said you're you know, you're living alone so my, my house is is always busy because you know two kids <laughs> my wife so yeah, we're absolutely. like there, there's never a quiet moment you know we, yeah. we we dream of a quiet moment but when you are in the opposite situation where it's like oh they my kind of the, my social time was at the gym when I would, you know, get to spend time with a lot of people. And then when I'm at home, it's like, oh, nice. I get to kind of relax a little bit, bit of quiet time. And then when it's just quiet time all the time. Oh, it, it yeah, it, it grinds you down. Yeah, like, because I thought, you know, initially I was like, oh, it won't be too bad. You know, I can you can FaceTime family and stuff like that. But it kind of wears you down eventually. Like, there's just a general need as a person to see other people and sort of interact. I mean, I'm sort of quite a quiet person but even even during lockdown i was like i just want to see somebody <laughs> you know i just want to talk to someone it, it did have quite an impact on me so but it's interesting how i mean we i think it's one of the things we've always thrown up that people always sort of said like it's good for your mental health you know to to exercise like it, it's not just physical health but it, it's you know it just it clears your mind a bit it's 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 a positive thing we should be doing uh, and it's very easy to say that when you have access to it and it's yeah and and like we probably say it i'm not gonna say we don't believe it but we just say it because it's kind of an accepted fact but we haven't necessarily experienced it ourselves um or, or i should say we, we we're in the process of experiencing it so it's it's again i guess we're like with anything like with losing weight or gaining weight it because it's gradual you kind of don't notice it and you know it's not until you see someone that you haven't seen for six months and they say wow you've really put on some weight you're looking big you know or vice versa you've lost some weight you know uh, but people that see you every day don't notice because it's happening gradually uh, and i it, yeah. and i guess like our mental health and our outlook because it's we've been working out every day and it's just been a very gradual thing we don't notice it but then when you get that period where you don't train for a long period of time then you really notice like, oh, wow, actually I needed, <laughs> I needed the gym. It was helping me. Yeah. So being able to get back in now, even if it's not quite the same and we're limited maybe in what we can do, we're still seeing tremendous benefits just from the fact that we're, we're back. Right. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, yeah, I mean, it was going back to like the compliments and stuff and not seeing people for quite a while. 
it was because I lost, I think it was almost 10 kilos over lockdown. And it was just like really nice when we were going back to get compliments from a few people. Because like even when you're observing your own weight loss, you don't really compliment yourself. You don't think, well, you, know, you sort of weigh yourself. You're like, all right, I've lost a bit more weight. Here we go. But it was really nice just to get a few compliments here and there. You know, that was that was a really nice sort of boost. And that's kind of, you know, also like perks you up a little bit. You know, it's like the running was worth it. You know, when I ran in 25 degree heat for some reason, you know, it was worth it. Um, the compliments. Little bits like that. You know, it's, it's nice. I don't get many compliments. So <laughs> it's yeah. like, dear diary, today I got a compliment. You know, it's, it's good. Wow. I mean, I'd love to know what that feels like. Unfortunately, compliments are few and far between. I can compliment you. It costs you a fiver, though. Yeah, if you PayPal me a fiver, I'll compliment you. Not worth it. <laughs> to be fair, I complimented your microphone, so there we go. You did compliment my microphone. I yeah. really did appreciate that. The audio quality is brilliant. <laughs> that made me feel really warm <laughs> in my heart. So that was nice. <laughs> well, it's it's been really interesting, uh, Jake, because you, it's quite a unique. I mean, to, to me, it's quite a unique experience. Uh, speaking to you because I, I feel like the majority of the people I've spoken to have been in CrossFit for so long and this has been kind of like a blip that it's just this weird situation where we're like oh we, you know we couldn't go to the gym for you know for what like six months I'm trying how long it is now <laughs> time, long enough. <laughs> time has lost all meaning but if you'd sort of only been training for six months prior that means there's basically as much time not going to the gym as there was going to the gym yeah absolutely uh, as opposed I mean, yeah sorry no sorry I, I mean like i was really getting into crossfit you know i was like like when we did i don't know if you remember when we did the back squats and you know the one rep max and everyone was getting pbs on the board and that was when i was like getting really amped up about it i was like this is great you know and then <laughs> the guy in china ate a bat you know and then that was that you know um it just yeah i was really getting into it and then just sort of all of a sudden that was that and you know the zoom workouts are there but it's just it's yeah. not the same but you, but you weren't pbing your back squat over zoom were you that's the... no you can't really sellotape two five kilo dumbbells together it's uh yeah <laughs> what a struggle you, you probably can i i doubt that will be a pb for your back squat though. probably that's not problem. no <laughs> i i did enjoy that as well i got amped up for that and uh what was really nice was getting to put my my name up on the board at the bridge yeah your graffiti PB yeah back squat so that felt good unfortunately it meant in, in bath everyone thought i'd just been slacking and hadn't bothered but you know, <laughs> probably half true i think we've kind of covered pretty much everything on your your history your journey through but i did find it interesting because as i said like somebody who's been training for three years four years ten years this is just a, a, a kind of a speed bump, but it's yeah. impressive to see that if you, you know, you hadn't had that much time to really get into the groove before this happened, but you, you adapted well, you know, with the, you know, you, you're training at home. It wasn't quite working. You found something else. I mean, even Lydia was saying similar, right, that she got back into running during lockdown. That was something that she'd always enjoyed doing. Yeah. And now was like the opportune time to do it. So she got kind of back into running. I think for me, recently, I'm I'm really reassessing what fitness is uh, and what training is. And like, I was very much locked in that, that mentality of if I go to the box, I've done a workout. If I don't, then I haven't done a workout. And it didn't matter what I did in the day. And like the other day, I, I did a run and <laughs> a run that was then followed by like a one hour trek. Yeah. 
and I didn't go to the gym and I'm like, I didn't do a workout today. And he's like, well, actually, <laughs> it's not the only thing that, you that's, can do. You know, probably what yeah. you did was, was a lot more than other people would do. But yeah. we just kind of, I think this, again, the lockdown has another positive that's come out of it is helping us to refocus a little bit on, okay, it's not just doing, you know, how many bar muscle ups a person can do or, you know, what their one rep max is on certain movements that defines fitness. But it is, we, we, we've been able to be kind of by necessity use the more functional elements of functional fitness uh, to to kind of keep doing something during lockdown and it just helps us to see all right actually yeah it's still still pretty good <laughs> what i'm doing yeah. even if yeah. it's not what i used to do yeah i think the whole like going to the crossfit classes i think uh mentally it's almost like uh you know you're, you're like marking off the days on the on the wall aren't you like there's another day you know scratch that on there but yeah it's considering the other stuff that you could potentially do even just like i mean for me that's probably quite a lazy answer but doing the shopping <laughs> i don't have a car so um when i do the weekly shop i gotta carry all the bags and stuff like that and to some extent that's almost a workout that is farmer carries you know you've got well, that's it yeah yeah that's that's very i mean that's a, a similar thing like here we're, again where we've moved now the shops are a lot closer that we can do that as well and because we're in bath there's lots of hills so it means that you're uh, always walking back up a hill with your bags full of shopping a proper hill climb yeah yeah <laughs> so it, it's, it's good it's functional fitness that's what we're here for yeah well jake it's been an absolute pleasure speaking to you on a friday night i'm sure you Likewise. had nothing better to do with your time i literally had nothing better to do trust me <laughs> like <laughs> i got home from the box and that was it so yeah no no it's, it's been great thank you for having me on uh, and i i definitely you know I, I want it out there that we it's the crossfit bath podcast i realize that i didn't choose the name i realize that but you know we don't want to forget the bridge so if people from the bridge want to come on the podcast we want to hear your stories as well uh, and also people in bath if you've got a, an interesting story about your experience in crossfit get on the podcast as well don't be shy too many people are shy you need to get over that you need to unshy yeah because I need guests. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> okay, well, thank you everyone for listening. I will put links to um, to Jake's Instagram in the in the description. So feel free to message him as to I'll uh, disable, your, uh, private your, messages. Your thoughts this. about his peanut butter choices and uh, other offensive comments he may have made during this this podcast. And uh, eight pm crew suck. Oh, that's that's <laughs> Go really... out with a bang. <laughs> And it's caused World War Three. <laughs> yeah, that, that's oh. this is uh, September's, you know, uh, the 2020 round. Here we go. We we'll just wait. What once we're allowed to kind of mingle a bit more, we will have the the 8 p.m. <laughs> crew mingling, versus yeah. the 5 p.m. elite throwdown. Oh, um, that would be proper tense, wouldn't it? It, it will be. That. It will be very tense for Mocket, who came to the 8 p.m. class last Did week. You? And Whoa, uh, hang, hang on a minute. And so. Oh. So he'll he'll have to choose sides. We're gonna have to have words about this. I wasn't aware that there was this betrayal going on. This well, is, I mean, I, I know he lives in Bath, but he can drive to the bridge. You know, there's a. All right, okay, all right, all right. So now that we've uh, also thrown Mocket under the bus, yeah, we'll, we'll <laughs> yes. end it here. <laughs> if if anyone does want to to come on and share their experience, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, you know, message me, uh, Jason CFB Podcast on Instagram, or look in the show notes there'll be something there you can find uh if you're watching this on youtube you'll notice there's no video it's a bit different this week but um 
Oh, well, <laughs> that's the situation, isn't it? So thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you, Jacob, for, you know, take away the street name for a little bit, uh, for, for joining me. And uh, hopefully we'll see you all next week with another very interesting guest and a, another exciting episode of the CrossFit Life podcast. Wrong use of the word exciting, but you know. <laughs> yeah.